And welcome to another episode of The Vault. And I'm so fired up. There, there is a lot of energy going on in The Vault right now. I'm so happy because we're going to talk about business and decision-making, but also about prosperity, masculine and feminine energy, all the things you need to be prosperous and to make quick decisions in business. And today with me, I have Alison Chavez. She is a prosperity and success coach for ambitious God-centered women. She teaches women how to get phenomenal results with ease and so that they can bend time and space, achieve their goals without hustle or grind and reshape their reality in feminine energy. She's a sought after speaker on mindset, prosperity, universal laws and success strategies. She's the best-selling author of The Prosperity Approach and her work has been featured on CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox and hundreds of television newspapers and magazine outlets. Alison believes that change is necessary on our success journey, but the struggle isn't. Her mission is to end the struggle and bring the joy to the lives of millions of women around the globe. Welcome, Alison. Oh, Sonia, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited for our conversation. Yeah, me too. I, I was right away when I saw your profile and I got to learn more about you. This is going to be such a great interview. I just aligned directly with what you're doing and it's so important. So please tell our audience a little bit more about your story and what was this like epiphanal moment for you that you thought, oh my gosh, I really need to teach this to other people. Well, I've been in the online space for just about 10 years and I built my business how we're all taught to build our business with grit, with tenacity, with hustle, with grind with blood, sweat, and tears. And because I'm an overachiever, I also sprinkled in fear, anxiety, self-doubt, and not enoughness. But in spite of all of that, I grew my business from nothing to multiple six figures in just over two years. And we were making about $25,000 a month. And I had never made that kind of money before. I'd never, I hadn't been raised in that kind of money. It was paycheck to paycheck was what I was used to. But because I didn't have the right inner strength and the right mental game that I was playing, my business began to tank. So I started working harder, right? Yeah. Just, just work harder. Of just course. like, you know, <laughs> bootstrap this up lady and let's just do this. Double down. Right. Right. And it was terrible. Like the harder I worked, the faster my business fell. And actually we were in this financial free fall for about two and a half years. It was very intense. There was a lot of anxiety. And when we landed, when we hit rock bottom, it was a chapter 13 bankruptcy. And once the dust settled, I realized, holy cow, I created this. And I didn't mean to. Like I finally put away the beat up stick of not enoughness and I'm a screw up and I've hurt my family financially. Like when I finally laid all of that down, and I took credit for what I had created and then what, what I had blown up. The next thought was, you know what? I bet I can create my way out of this if I am actually applying universal laws and the right energy and the right belief system and playing the right mental game. I'll bet I can turn this thing around. And so I started, instead of playing this game of sudden death, which I think that most business owners will play a lot, like we feel like we're in this game of sudden death and it, everything is just like, our life depends on it. So we're in this yeah. constant, we're in this constant state of stress and anxiety. I decided to just experiment. 
let's just experiment and see what happens. And I got really clear on what my part was and what God's part was. And I stopped trying to micromanage the journey. And it was it was very, it was very fascinating. I actually had to put my business on the side burner for a little while because I had tied up my own sense of worth and my sense of self and value in the success or the failure of my company, which I don't recommend anybody does, <laughs> but I yeah. did that. Yeah. But I, I think it's very recognizable what you're, what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because especially when we're us as entrepreneurs, like it's part of us, like our business is an, is an outcropping of who we are and our values and what we love and how we want to help. And when it's not working, we feel like it's a reflection on us. And it's our own self-worth that we then put on the table. And that just isn't the case. But I started, like, I, I got a part-time job. I got a full-time job. And I was still working my business on the side and just started getting really dialed in on what I was thinking about and how I was feeling every day and how to change that. And, and it, was, it was really fascinating. I'd done an experiment with my family. It worked. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to skip all the details of that. But when, but when I realized that we had, like, we had, I, I cracked the manifesting code. It was easy. It was filled with joy. It was filled with surprise. It was filled with delight. And I thought, I need to teach this to other women. I need to teach them what the practical parts are of conscious creation and how to apply them in ways that actually make sense in your life so you can ground it in. But I, I learned three things in that whole journey. First, I had to learn how to be a woman and how to balance feminine energy and masculine energy and let feminine energy lead because I am a woman. I also learned how money actually works, the energetics of money, the spirituality of money, like the soul of money. Mm -hmm. I had to learn how that worked and I had to learn how to change my subconscious beliefs on my own. And once I learned those three things, we went from bankruptcy to $232,000 in six months. I dropped 45 pounds in four months and it was easy and was fun. And I've kept, I mean, this was three years ago. So I kept, I've kept it off for three years. We scaled to half a million in a pandemic. We almost hit 800,000 last year. We're tracking to a million this year. And it has been filled with challenge for sure yeah. <laughs> and growth and effort, but ease and joy and surprise and delight. And that's why my mission is to end the struggle and to bring joy to the lives of millions of women around the globe. Because I think a lot of high achieving women are, they don't like the journey. If they were anything like me, I wanted to skip the journey and get right to the destination because the journey was so scary. But now I've learned how to legitimately be in love with life as I go, regardless of what is happening because mm -hmm. of the things that I've learned. And that's what I'm passionate about teaching to other women. That's so powerful. That's so powerful. And I love that. I think the audience, thank you so much for listening every time. <laughs> thank you so much for jumping in. And I love to talk about this subject. So if we talk about this, let's say spirituality about money, what, what is it that you have learned actually when it comes to that? I think the most important thing to know about money is that money is a channel. Money is not your source. And if you want to stay connected to the universe and you want to stay connected um, to your higher being and stay connected to limitless supply, you have to recognize that your clients are not your source. Your boss isn't your source. Inheritance, government assistance, like whatever it is, whatever way that money is coming to you, it's not your source. It's a channel. God has to be your source or whatever your description of God is, whatever your higher power is, you have to stay connected to that. Because if you're connected to that, which is limitless supply, then if and when a channel dries up, it's not a big deal 
because you're connected to limitless supply. And, uh, and what you know in that moment is God wants you to learn something else. He wants you to scale up in another way to, so that more money can come in an easier, faster, more enjoyable way to you. But most of us, especially with what's going on with the global economy right now, everybody is just in such an uproar and in such great fear and constriction because they're, because, you know, supply chain has dried up or this, that, and the other has dried up and there's not enough this and there's not enough that. And it's because they're looking at money or their job as source and we can't. We can't. Yeah. 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 I, I absolutely believe that. And I, I found that true. But you also said something about your working on your inner beliefs and crushing that uh, belief system that was not serving this road <laughs> ahead of you and doing it by yourself. Is yeah. that like, is that an important thing? Did you like work with coaches and mentors and then figuring out this is a part that I need to take a VIP seat on and do myself? So to answer that question, like, yes, yes, and yes. So I was working with mentors who were talking about mindset and changing subconscious beliefs, but there's, there's all of this, like this belief around it's so hard to change subconscious programs. And unless you know what you're doing, you won't be successful, which is true. I mean, you got to know what you're doing and it's not yes. just saying pretty affirmations all day long because that doesn't change anything when you don't believe it, but, but really like breaking down the components of it. So yes, I was working with mentors. And then I was also, because I was so connected to my intuition and so connected with God, he wanted to show me my own way that I could do it which was simple, which was fast, which was straightforward. It's called libs. And it's about locking in new belief systems. And the, the most powerful thing that I learned about beliefs is that they're decisions. Beliefs yeah. are decisions. And, and we think that beliefs are like these absolutes and these truths in our lives because it's, it's a repetitive thought pattern that we've had since sometimes since we were born. And all of the evidence supports that repetitive thought pattern. And so we think that's true. We think it's an absolute because it's a belief, but all it is, is a decision. Beliefs that's are decisions. And so, how important are decisions when it comes to moving forward to your business? So one of the questions that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with is which project to move forward, how, how to make that decision. So can you tell, tell, tell me a little bit more how highly successful people create decisions? And how, so, how they do it so quickly. <laughs> yes. So highly successful people make decisions quick and they make decisions right. And, and people like most of the, most people, the masses have a very hard time making decisions. And then they second guess their decisions the entire way. And I totally fell into that camp until I decided I was going to be a very highly successful woman. <laughs> so I better make decisions. But the big distinction is, is that most people are really terrified about making the wrong decision. So they're like, okay, is this the right decision? Is this where I focus? But highly successful people make decisions quickly, but they make decisions right, which means that they trust in their own ability and their own skill set, that they'll learn what they need to learn as they make this decision and that they won't, they won't get too far down the path of a wrong decision without knowing it and then being able to easily course correct. Mm. So it's just a matter of trust, really. It's trusting yourself, it's trusting God, it's trusting the whole process, that everything always is working out for you. And if this isn't the best decision, one is right next door to it. So you can course correct. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what that's your process of decision making, or do you have a process? Let's say you have to to make a, a decision between two big decisions to say, say so, two two options. Do you have a process about it, or do you really tap into your intuition and trust that if it feels right, that it's probably the right decision, and just make a quick decision? If I have two decisions that are both good, then I look at which one is going to be more fun, which one is going to be filled with more ease, and which one is going to be filled with the most pleasure because I'm a woman. And that, and that are those are feminine characteristics, pleasure. Women are built for pleasure. So that pleasure, that flow, that ease, um, that's, that's what I'm looking at. Does it feel like this decision is going to be filled with more pleasure and fun as I go? Or does, and does it feel light? So yeah, so it, it, there is intuition that's involved with it because if something feels heavy to me, if I've got two decisions and one feels heavy and one feels light, I'm going to go with the one that's light because my, that's my intuition telling me that's the one that's going to light you up. That's the one that's going right to- Right in line with the feminist energy, right? More flow, yep. power to yep. it. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit more about, because decision-making is, is a masculine energy- Yes. Right. Decision making is a masculine energy. And we were taught from young that men should make the decisions. Right. So thank God (laughs) women came around and now we're making powerful decisions ourselves. So Mm -hmm. can you can you tell a little bit more about the masculine energy and the feminine energy when it comes to decision making? Yes. So first, masculine and feminine energies have nothing to do with gender. Everybody has both masculine and feminine energy, but women are designed to lead out with their feminine and men are designed to lead out with their masculine. So us in the business world, it is, I mean, it's been run by men for hundreds of years. And so of course it's going to be run in masculine energy. And there is nothing wrong with that unless you're a woman and you're in too much masculine all the time. So yes, it is important to be, to make decisions and make decisions quickly. If you're going to be a high performing woman in business or in, in any area of your life. If you're a high achiever, then you've got you've to make decisions quickly. But you want to lead out with your feminine. So you need to lead out with your vision. That's what the feminine is all about. The feminine is the being energy. The masculine is the doing energy. The feminine is a pulling energy and the masculine is a pushing energy. And what we get caught up in, especially in business, is we get caught up in structures and systems and strategies, which are important. They're the masculine push, but we sacrifice the vision, which is the feminine. It's the dream. It's the invisible. It's the unknown. And another word to describe the unknown and the invisible is possibilities. And so we need to let the feminine possibilities lead us that vision, that dream. And then I ask, what's the easiest, fastest, most pleasurable way for me to get to that result? Mm. And then And then the masculine comes in to support the feminine. And that's how it's divinely designed to work. The masculine is designed to support the feminine. So when you will lead out with the feminine and then, all right, now we've got decisions here because this is going to lead me to that in ease and in fun and in pleasure, which is the way that I'm designed as a woman to lead out with. I love that. And that's 100% correct with Mm -hmm. (laughs) everything that I know when it comes to that. And the masculine is to support the feminine. How about when it's about a man, right? When there's all this masculine energy, when it comes to decision-making, they also, and and what you said, it's not about gender. It's about what you tap into, right? So, and I think that a lot of business people could use the feminine energy, energy to create new dimensions, to create new ideas. 
and to really lead more by vision and communicate more through vision. So I would love to have your stance on it. Well, as far as men are concerned, I fully believe that every person, whether you're a man or a woman, should start your day in feminine energy. So when you do your morning ritual and you're doing meditation and you're doing visualization, it's to connect with the energy of being. That's the energy of creation. It's the, well, it's the energy of possibility because you got to use both feminine and masculine energy. Those are the energies of creation. But I recommend whether you're a man or a woman to start your morning in the feminine, in the vision, in the dream. And men need to lead out with their masculine because that's what they're designed to do, but not at, but so, so men should be in their masculine about 70% of the day. Women should be in their feminine about 70% of the day, but that doesn't mean from X hour to this hour in, you know, five hours, you're going to be in masculine. And then for the next three, you're going to be in feminine or vice versa. You, you want to weave the two in throughout the day. So like men, like, I mean, if you think about the phrases like crush it and kill it and grind it out, those are all really masculine energies. And men are really lit up by that. Like, they're like, yes, let's go kill it and do it. Cause that's, I, I like, yeah, for sure. For sure. I love and, a challenge. <laughs> yes. I do too. I love a challenge. Challenge is necessary. Struggle is not. And yeah. when women get too much though, but if women get too much into the kill it and crush it and grind it out, it, it sucks our soul. Mm. It sucks our soul out because then we're like, well, what's the purpose? Why, why am I actually doing this? Why am I killing this? Why am I so tired? Because <laughs> I forgot about like, what's the end goal here? But men, but men get really, really lit up by that. But if they'll start the day in the vision, in the feminine, and then they let their masculine lead, that actually opens them up to downloads that they can get from the divine. It, al it allows them to have greater focus and to be able to, to close gaps faster and to solve problems faster and to fix things faster, which men are naturally designed to do anyway when they'll do that. But man, if, they, if they'll start in feminine energy, like it makes- They can crush it if they start in oh, feminine energy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So for the, all, all the men listening, you can crush yes. it when you start in feminine energy. And actually a lot of peers and, and mentors, they all start out in feminine energy. When it comes to the morning rituals, my uh, the coaches, uh, we, I have a man and a, a female and a man coach, and I, they all start out in the feminine. So it's really powerful. It's really good to start out with the vision and the meaning because, you know, in the end, also a man gets burned out by only crushing it, crushing it, crushing it all the yes. time. So you have a framework, the success without struggle framework. Could you tell a little bit more about the framework? Yes. So my whole, my whole brand is all about the prosperity approach and how to have success without struggle. But I don't like just the theory of success without struggle or the theory of what the pro of what prosperity is. Like, I want to know how does this actually apply to my life? How can I actually change my life? I don't care about the theory. I want the practical application. And so when you understand the components of success without struggle and conscious creation in practical ways so that you can actually implement them very, very quickly, then life becomes really magical, really quickly before anything in your outer circumstances change. So the framework of all of that is first, you've got to have a focus and you've got to be specific on what it is that you're going after. You have to, you have to grow your wealth consciousness, no matter how much money you're making, your dreams 
will never fit your budget. They're not designed to. Your dreams are given to you by divinity. So God's never testing your budget. He's testing your faith. And so you've got to grow your wealth consciousness. You have to change your subconscious beliefs because your reality will always match your subconscious beliefs, not your conscious choices and actions, but your subconscious programs that you're running, your reality will always match that. So you've got to know how to get in there and change your subconscious beliefs. And if you really want to do it with joy and with ease, you've got to leverage the magic and the power of the universe. And you've got to understand what the, the rules of the game are and play by those rules. And I'm talking the universal laws that govern prosperity and creation, like the law of attraction, like the law of polarity, like the law of relativity. I mean, there's so many amazing laws that govern prosperity and creation. And that's God's part. And that's the universe's part. And then your part is to see how the laws work in your life and which laws to use at which time. That gives you so much leverage. That creates flow. That helps you stop micromanaging the journey and, and actually loving life, maybe for the first time, genuinely as you go. Because then you start realizing that the magic actually is in the journey. The growth is in the journey. All of the, all of the money is in the journey. The wealth is in the journey. It's not in the destination. And it's about exactly. who you There is no finish line, right? There is no there finish line. Isn't. Not on this planet. No, we don't no. arrive. We don't. And especially with entrepreneurs, you know, it, it, it's right. a, sometimes they just wear themselves out in the sprint and not realizing it's a marathon. You actually need to become the person just running the marathon and enjoying uh -huh. the marathon. And I think sometimes it's an ultra marathon, right? The hundred others. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty yes, sure it is. If you're in it for the long haul, you're in an ultra marathon, which means you got to pace yourself. And there are times you sprint and there are times you walk and there are times you rest yeah. because you have to, like you have to for the longevity of you and for your dream and your, your dreams are worthy of you and, and you can do it. You absolutely can, but you got to know what the components are. You got to know how to actually you got, you got to know which, which tools to use at which time, which makes life so much easier than what we've been taught. It actually is. Yes. It's, it's all based on your own beliefs and your own creations, mm -hmm. right? So tell me a little bit more about the kind of clients that you help and what do you help them exactly do? I work with ambitious, driven, God-centered or spiritually minded women who are determined to reach their goals and they know they're going to reach their goals, but they want to feel fulfilled when they reach their goals yeah. as well. They're no longer going to settle for status quo in any area of their life, but they want, they want to, they want to create their reality on their terms and they want to do it like a woman and not do it like a man. And again, nothing wrong with men. I love them so much. I've married to one. I've been married to one for 25 years. We made three boys together. <laughs> Yeah. Not a little girl. Like I love men, but I don't want to be a man anymore. And my clients don't want to be men anymore either. They want to learn how to be women and how to lead out with their feminine energy and get life to meet them on their terms. They're tired of waiting for permission from the government, from the economy, from, you know, like anything outside of their circumstances. They, they're not waiting for permission to actually live their dreams and to make life meet them on their turn. Please share us uh, the first inspiring story about a client and something that you were really surprised by or taken away with, with, with what, how that client transformed. 
Yeah. Uh, Megan actually comes to mind. She came to me, she'd been postpartum. She had postpartum depression mm -hmm. for about a year and a half. And so she wasn't even sure if she really wanted to stay on this planet any longer. She had such a hard time getting up in the morning. I mean, we've, we've all heard the stories about postpartum depression and it's a yeah. real thing. She'd yeah. forgotten how to dream. She'd really even forgotten how to live. And we started working together and she started realizing how much God was in the details of her life and found herself opening up to, to life again and understanding what her part was and how powerful she was. And she wanted to take her family to Costa Rica, but she wanted to take them for five weeks. And she didn't know how it was going to happen. She just knew she was going to take them to Costa Rica. And not only did she do Costa Rica for five weeks, she had a business at the time she had made, I'm trying to think how many sales she did, like 163 sales in like three years. And in the year that we worked together, she did like 760 sales in a year. So she had increased her sales by like four. 165%. Wow. Yeah. A, a great comeback story also. And yeah. Life-changing. I, I, I chose oh, on that. that. I love oh, when that. people make the money in the business and everything that they're after in first case, but the true transformation and saying that you change their lives forever. Yeah. It's just like, it, 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 for me, it hits home. For me, that's like, that's the most important thing. Most yeah. satisfying. You know, and I imagine you feel the same way too, Sonia. Like it's such an honor and a privilege to be part of their journey for however long you're journeying with them. It's like they did the transformation, but I taught them the tools and what an honor it was to like see them pick up the tools and just really run with it. And I get to encourage them and course correct them and help steer them away from their blind spots and, and all of that. And it just, it just lights me up when I see what they're doing. Yes, absolutely. Just following their journeys too, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. So tell a little bit more. You have some, you have a challenge coming up. Can you tell a little bit more about the challenge? Yes. Yes. We have a workshop that's coming up here in just the next week or so, and it's called Conscious Creation, The Feminine Way. And so we're going to spend five days together, and I'm going to teach you the main components to conscious creation and how to apply them in practical ways, but also leading with feminine. So we're going to do a deep dive into feminine and masculine energy. We're going to talk extensively about how money actually works and the soul of money. So you don't have to feel guilty or scared every time that you spend money. We're going to dive into beliefs and how to change your beliefs and what beliefs actually are. We're going to talk about up-leveled relationships and what it looks like to be empowered and feminine in your relationships and how your partner responds to empowered feminine. So we're going to, we're going to go through that all is so interesting. Really, I, I think yes. I should join you. <laughs> I would love it. If you did, you're going to get your own playbook. You're going to get your very own success expert, because what we want to do is transform your life. And what we have understood, and you know, this too, Sonia, is that information doesn't lead to transformation. It's implementation that leads to exactly. transformation. Yeah. So you're going to get your own success expert. That's going to give you the white glove treatment. That's going to help see the gaps and help you close those gaps. Cause we want to transform you in the five days that we're together. So yeah, you're going to get all of that. You're going to get live coaching from me, the sisterhood of the Facebook community. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so yeah, excited. I can get it. And it's a pretty quick, like a June 20th. Uh, yeah. June 20th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you can find, of course, I will drop the link in the show notes for everybody who wants to jump in. So where else can people find you? Yeah. So, so you can go to prosperityapproach.com slash workshop. So you can get all the details for that. You can come listen to my podcast. It's called the prosperity approach. And if you'd like 
some practical ways that you can dissolve fear, you can dissolve doubt and really get into success without struggle. I created a prosperity guide that has 52 different activities that I did to get myself out of fear and stress and anxiety and really open myself up to prosperity in real tangible ways. And you can pick that up at prosperityapproach.com slash 52 ways. I love it. I love it. So one last question, Alison. So okay, what is the one question that nobody ever asked you, but you would love to answer? Oh my gosh, Sonia, you should have given me some, you should give me some time to think about that. The one question that nobody has asked me that I wish that I could answer. What's the most important decision that anybody could ever make in their life? And I would say the most important decision you would, you could ever make is that everything always works out for you, followed up by only good can come of this. And when you make that decision, your life must change. That's fire. Thank you so much for leveling up and we will see you again next week.